Hello everyone and welcome to the What You Got podcast where we talk topics A to Z and everything in between. Today we're asking and hopefully answering a question and that question is this. What's more important, the destination or the journey? And that's a shout out to, you know, everybody's sixth grade teacher with the poster, you know, the destination. I think the, the journey is more important than the destination, but, you know, bud, that's all we're going to ask this and answer it. Uh, <laughs> here we are today. Uh, what you got? Well, Palmer, you know, to me, I think it's really going to depend on what exactly, where you're going and like kind of the scenario. You know, Ooh. I think it's pretty like, you know, I think it's a flexible kind of thing. Like for instance, you know, like you're just traveling, going on vacation. Like you're going to, let's say, yeah, I don't know, where are you going on vacation, Palmer? Just, uh, just throw just it say out there. Bethany Beach. Let's just All say right, that. We're going to Bethany Beach. Like, is your journey like the car ride? Is it a car ride? At, where is Bethany Beach? <laughs> it is a car ride. It's like okay. two, two and a half hours. Away. Okay, it's not too bad. <laughs> so, say you're going to Bethany Beach for your destination is the journey in that car ride really like significant to you because you know i feel like the minor like travel like when like say we're going to hawaii too like you know is that plane ride really the journey you know Mm, but but here's another thing what if your goal like you have a goal right like you want to like for you you're you're a big track star you know you do the triple jump and like your goal of Your 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 goal of like you know making it competing in the Olympics one day. I think the journey, is, like your destination, is the Olympics. But the journey to get there, that is like possibly even more important. Hmm. Actually, I'm see, I'm glad you brought both of those up because I was gonna say we can talk about the literal what's more important, the destination or the journey, <laughs> and the philosophical what's more important, the destination or the I journey. I know. I guess I took it from like the the literal sense here, but no, I, I vibe, I vibe. Mm-hmm. Okay, so in the literal sense, you're leaning towards the destination is more important. Well, right? I think no, I, I think what I was trying to bring up was that I think it's really dependent. You know, I think it's you know for in a literal sense, if you're just like traveling for a vacation spot, then like yeah, I think the destination is more important but for like a lifetime goal like for when i was like comparing like you trying to get to the olympics like i think the journey and your like hardships and the training and all the competition where you like you know from the day that you started to making it to the olympics i think that journey is probably more important than like finally like making it to like because you achieved your goal whether or not how well you do but like the, the the journey getting there was what you'll remember Definitely, definitely. And I agree. Actually, I thought a lot about that when kind of I was, you know, pondering this question during the uh, the week. And I think what it boils down to is just that kind of uh, notion. And so it's interesting, too, I should say um, that end goal, that destination, it's the do you achieve it or not, specifically if you're thinking about something like an Olympic dream, like mm-hmm. do you make it onto the team or do you not? And so that's, I think, when the the destiny, uh, the, sorry, the journey kind of has a little bit more context but so it really boils down to, I guess you could say, success. And so taking a little bit of a roundabout path to answer this question, I'm curious, bud, what does success mean to you? Well, I, you know, I think success um, to me is, uh, for me personally, it's like if I set myself for a goal and like, and I achieve that goal, then like I've succeeded in what I was trying to achieve. Like, I guess that is like the literal most fundamental like <laughs> definition of success. But I, you know, for me, it's like, it's not necessarily always about, I guess it's not always necessarily about achieving like a goal. I think it's about mm-hmm. striving and trying my best, even if I don't uh, achieve what I wanted, but at least like, you know, I gave it my all. I had my, you know, I had fun and, you know, I, I did the best I could. Um, and, you know, if I still want to like work harder and harder, like that to me is success. Like that need, like even if I fail the need or want to do something again, need to like see if I can climb even higher. I think if, in like hindsight, even if I stop right there, I, th- I would say that would be a success. Okay, cool, cool. I was I was really super random. I was asked this question like not too long ago, rather recently, you could say. Mm-hmm. And um, <laughs> I was trying to like under because I, I was gonna say I have a very similar answer to yourself there. And then I was like, then you, you know you think about just in those interviews and when people are kind of referring back to their experiences and they talk about those really minor successes. So specifically, say within the context of science, mm-hmm. like you know we're trying to cure this thing, and so. We discover we like we discovered how it attacks like I don't know human cells. That that would yeah. be like a success. And 
you know, even like even like the super super small kind of me, like we found how this thing reproduces. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, I guess that seems small to me because I'm not really in that realm, but I, they, they consider that a huge success. So I was just like, man, like, is success just the like the completion of something of consequence, or can mm-hmm. success be those really tiny granular um, achievements that you have as you move to maybe a, a moderate uh, success? I think it, I definitely think it's the small steps along the way that can be counted as success. I mean, like definitely within the science realm, like any like minor movement on the needle towards like an overarching goal, I think would be counted as like huge like success for scientific breakthroughs. I mean, you see it all the time, like in the news, like, uh, like, I mean, I can't think of anything in particular, but there are like (laughs) definitely things where you read about like, you know, while we didn't, you know, our overarching goal is like cure cancer, but uh, we haven't achieved that, but we have learned so much about the disease and that has allowed us to treat it better and even like get it completely removed from like a patient's like, you know, from people, you know, like we, we've, mm-hmm. those are victories. Those are successes. Even yeah, though like totally. the end goal is like, yes, find a cure to cancer. Like they've made a lot of, uh, strides along the way and they've done a lot, like they've been successful. Right. Mm-hmm. And like, even for me, like personally, I can tell you like in my weight loss journey, like every time I would lose like an X amount of weight, I would call that as a success. And I would just keep striving and going, um, and like until like you know i hit a weight that i was happy with you know and, definitely mm-hmm. also you're like a stud too man so like you inspire <laughs> me man, but... oh thank you thank you oh, of course of course but i was gonna say it's interesting so you brought that up and i was thinking about um thomas edison who mm-hmm. okay apparently family guy taught me this thomas edison kind of be a d-bag <laughs> i don't know if that's true <laughs> But, I, yeah, um, I wonder if Family Guy's just doing that for comedic effect. <laughs> true, 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 true. <laughs> they said, look it up. <laughs> um, but he he failed, I think, in creating the light bulb like a couple thousand times. And he mm-hmm. said, I didn't fail. I just figured out how to not make the light bulb like a couple thousand times. So I'm like, <laughs> well, okay, I guess that's, that's one way to look at it. Like, definitely, no, that's definitely uh, a way to look at it. I mean, like success, I think, is how you like – do you think here's another? Sorry, I'm going off like I was. Th- I was in the middle of a oh, thought, up, but then I had another thought. It's like, I do you understand. think how people define success kind of labels them as more like would put like if you like would label them as more of like a pessimist or an optimist towards themselves? Like if you think someone like says, oh, you know, success. Like if I don't achieve like my goal, then I just I'm a straight up failure. Honestly, like, yeah, it's so interesting. Well, look, A, the goals that we set for ourselves. So it's like, oh, I'm going to do this thing that's super crazy or I'm not going to. I think that, you know, you're A, I, my belief is you're playing small doesn't serve the world. So don't ever, you know, shortchange yourself, like definitely push yourself. But at the same time, sometimes it's just a matter of seeing that and you're able to, you know, achieve something, check off a box that will kind of keep you going. So it's so interesting. But I think like um, overall, the, the, the progression is supposed to be as you achieve those small successes, like you're able to see, okay, I can do this. So let me start making harder and harder, uh, like, you know, goals to, to shoot for. But I think like someone who maybe in the long run is just, they're playing it kind of safe. I think that's what's, that's, what's really telling. Mm-hmm. If that makes sense. No, no, that definitely makes sense. I, um, yeah, it, it's interesting. Like it would be really interesting to see how other people who are listening uh how they would define success you know how would you Ooh. like you know tweet at us po- like tell us on instagram we're trying to get active more active on our social media we apologize yes, if we're a little yes, silent there but <laughs> social, media is um, <laughs> social media is difficult you know i almost want to hire a social media manager for the money we don't make on this but you know that's actually not a bad call for the money we don't make something to think about something to think about something to think about um well we have a logo coming too sorry but i'm going off a complete and the themes hey it's okay man let let the people know Um, what's coming yeah we got a logo coming it's in the works but uh anyways uh yeah i'd love to hear other listeners thoughts about how you would define success because i do think it kind of like defines or at least sheds an insight as to kind of the person like you are and your like outlook Mm. on life uh on like how you define like what is successful to you you know like everybody always has those overarching goals i do and even though like the most you know things that are not necessarily relevant to like every like real world like activities you know (laughs) but i have like you know huge goals and you know i haven't achieved them yet but i think every victory or small like you know milestone that i make along the way i would 
call that a success. I think the success is that, you know, if you do it, if you get up and do it, you succeeded. Definitely. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Um, in the principles of card magic, they say as long as you like, shoot, just hold the deck in your hand for like a day. Like even if you don't have time, just do that because you're, no matter what, you're slowly pushing yourself towards, you know, mm-hmm. some level of proficiency. But I think there's something to be said about people who are working towards goals who, you know, you wake up with a sense of purpose and you go out there and you know the people, you can almost detect like without even saying too many words, to someone who's just going about life and, you mm-hmm. know, not really, have as not isn't working towards something. Versus someone who's like, okay, yeah, I'm doing this. And sure, you can laugh at someone if they fail or they might not get to where they were going. But guess what? Like, they're out there trying. So mm-hmm. you have to respect that. No, you definitely do. I mean, I never understood people who, like, would laugh at other people's, like, failures or anything like that. Like, yeah, what are you doing is what I would always, <laughs> like, say to the, like, what, like, what, like, what, you know, at least they try. At least they definitely. do something, you know, as they have a way, like, a motivation to get up every day and like you know that's i think that tying it back is is like the journey in people's lives like it's not mm-hmm. really like necessarily the destination the journey is them trying every day and i think that is way more important than like actually like achieving your goal yeah do you ever hear the story of lolo jones bud i have not tell me okay so this is a shout out to the, the athletes in the Olympics. Uh, so Lolo Jones was a world-class hurdler, right? Mm-hmm. And so the pinnacle of track and field is, you know, winning an Olympic gold medal. Of course. So I think it was going into Beijing 2008. She was favored to win. And she was, I think she was already at that point in time a two-time world champion. She was killing it, doing her thing. And so she goes and you have to go through a couple of rounds. And so she's winning. She's And I remember my family, we were gearing up for like a Lolo win. We were getting super pumped and ready. So the final comes, you know, so she wins this race. She wins it all. She's going. She's going. Great start. It's clearing hurdle, clearing hurdle. She's in first place. And it's like, all right, here we go. This is us. She gets to the last hurdle. Hits it. Falls. The other women run through. I don't remember what place she got, but she didn't get a medal, dude. And I remember I was so blown for her. And because unfortunately... For some athletes, like that, especially if you're favored to win, you get hyped up and you have half the people who are cheering for you and half the people who are cheering against you. And so she was like, not old, but slightly older in the track world, but she ended up making another push for London and she got fourth. So she never medaled in the uh, in track. She's now doing like the bobsledding, so winter side. Mm. Oh, um, interesting. Yeah, yeah. That's an interesting like, the, transition there. But. Definitely. They say the speed that you have from track helps. In terms of that, so I was like, okay, I don't know enough about bobsledding. I thought it was like (laughs) more of a technique thing, but I don't know. No, I think it's like uh, all I know is from uh, the Disney movie Cool Runnings. So Mm -hmm. shout out to that. But uh, yeah, no, I was like, but I'm sure. I mean, you can tell when she talks about it, she's like a little disappointed. But I don't think she's necessarily bummed because she gave everything she could to it, and she got super close. And I mean, it just adds to kind of the the tale. So if she ever, I'm going to say win, speak it into existence, she does win this Olympic gold medal for the bobsled, it'll be just part of like a beautiful story. And I think that especially for athletes who are trying to compete at a high caliber, while the destination is something that obviously everybody wants to get to, the journey, the people you meet, the things that just kind of happen in your life, that's super important. Do you think, do you think she like... uh succeeded you know do you think she succeeded and like her like i mean obviously you're not her you don't know her goals but do you Mm -hmm. think like she saw her olympic performance as a success or would you see that as a success if that was you for me Mm -hmm. (laughs) it would it would hurt i'm not gonna lie it would hurt not having like medal not having gone and achieved my goal but when you think about how many people try every day to get where you were I mean, it's just, it has to be said that you are something extremely special. Like, to be an Olympian, something that everybody buys for, that, you know, you only, only every four years does somebody be able to get to kind of have that title. And then you get it for the rest of your life. How many people go and compete in the Olympics and don't win a medal or don't win? So, mm-hmm. you can't be upset. And she, as we all know, saw it, she gave everything she had. So, I, could, I count that as a success. And just the story she's able to tell young people, like, yeah, sure, I didn't go out there, I didn't do it, but look at where I am. It kind of helps to reinforce the fact that, you know, no one goal has to define you, even if you don't achieve it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Very interesting. I, I love that. I love that. I love that uh, question there, bud. Oh, thank you, thank you. Oh, I try, Palmer. I try over here. <laughs> 
Oh man. So you said basically your belief was that it's a bit of a hybrid deal. In yeah, that, I mean, like, I really just think. I mean, uh, personally, I think the journey in more cases matters more than the destination. Mm-hmm. Um, because I mean, like my one little example of like yeah, going on a vacation and everything. But you can also <laughs> say like, I mean, right. I don't know the journey of like the like wh- I don't know like what is the destination? Is the destination really the vacation or is that the journey? Like mm-hmm. you know, like going to that going to that beach. Is that the destination or is it the journey you're about to go on? And like, what is the real destination back home? Like, I don't know, but like, it's just like another like kind of question, you know? No, no, definitely. definitely. I was going to say, uh, is it, have you always kind of felt like that? Like more left leaned, been leaning, geez, I can speak today, <laughs> more towards the, uh, the journey being the more important portion. I, I or think so. I think the experiences you have, which in my view, in my world is like the journey uh, and like the destination is like the completion of it, obviously, <laughs> like in a literal yeah. sense. But I think the journey is more important in almost every scenario, uh, personally, mm. just because I think the experiences you have and like go along the way within your journey will always be that. Like when you arrive, sometimes I feel like even metaphorically and literally, you're just like, well, let's do it again. Kind of, you don't always say like, "Hey, we finally made it." Maybe sometimes you do, depending. But you know, I feel like the most time you're like, "Like, you know, I really want to do that again one day." Definitely, definitely. And I'm curious because I know there's probably there's got to be like a goal where it's like, if I do it, then that's that's like it. But if I don't, then Mm -hmm. I have completely failed. I'm trying to think of an example. I feel like though, like you know, you mentioned that, but I feel like it is something Mm -hmm. that I brought up earlier, where it's just like I think that's just kind of the how. I think that's indivi- like it varies by the individual. I think there are definitely people mm-hmm. out there who look at like, oh, I didn't achieve my goal. I'm a failure. I failed. I, like even though I came really close, I was touching the ceiling, but I didn't break through. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. You just made me think of sorry that mm-hmm. that one Hillary Clinton like when um, she lost in the 2008 uh, presidential election when like this is when Barack got like the Primary. Democratic nomination yeah and uh, she's like we cracked that ceiling I was like <laughs> oh man that you just totally made me think of that for a second but no that's I mean that's another interesting thing like oh in the kind of the the political arena like some people are like it's either I get the I get the role or I don't and it's it's so fascinating to kind of mm-hmm. see how Although I think it's a little bit ba- like easier because you can spin off and be like I don't know the secretary of the treasury or something like that. I think she was. I mean, like if you if you want to go back to Hillary Clinton, she did try to run again in Truth. 2016, and then um, she was also Obama's like secretary of def- state. State, yeah, yeah. So I mean, oh. like so she had some success. She got in like you know a top level position in the government, even though it wasn't maybe the one she wanted. Mm-hmm. Um, she, but she was clear that she like you know still had that drive. That raises a good point there. Quite a uh, good point. Good question there. But mm-hmm. in terms of when, in your opinion, does it make sense to accept defeat and just maybe stop trying for something? Uh that's a tough question. Um, you know, I I think it's either when you like physically or mentally just can't do it anymore i personally you know like there there are things like you know uh you know like oh i want to be the number one like you know uh, a swimmer in the world or something right like you, you can try as hard as you can until maybe your body just like just can't take you there anymore you know like um but like i think the only time where you have to like admit to defeat is just i i don't think it's like a there's no written rule. I think it's really just comes down to the individual person. And I think most of the time it's just like, for me, it's like when I just know my own limits and I have really pushed myself and I didn't make it. And I'm just like, well, I did my damn best and I just, mm-hmm. you know, I, I didn't get there. Um, and I don't think as, and I like kind of know that I just, I know I won't be able to, and I'd be happy with that. Like you just kind of have to, uh, what's the word that I'm looking for? Like reconcile. Okay, yeah, so come to grips. Was what yeah, <laughs> come to grips with the uh, some you know harsh reality sometimes, but I, mm-hmm. and it's not like I would never consider if you know if I really tried, I would never consider that a failure. Mm, but what about you, Palmer? Beautiful. I'll throw the that's question beautiful. back at. 
that's so it's actually it's actually a very, very good question to me um <laughs> so that <laughs> so interesting because it's it's the the trade-off game it's like while you're working towards something there's an opportunity cost like you're unable to think about something else so like in the event of you know i guess i could say most things of science or sports or whatever it is you have to make certain sacrifices along the way that uh you know you don't you don't get that back so usually if you're an athlete you're in your 20s or maybe even your teens if you're lucky enough and um so you're missing out opportunities to hang with friends and you can't you know go out you might not be able to eat or drink or do certain things that uh you know you you really can only do for a portion of time i guess in one particular context and so that is hard so if you don't necessarily like hit that goal and then you look back and all that i think that Unfortunately, that can lead to like, let's be real, like some kind of depression. But I think at that point in time, it's just a matter of really trying to understand what your goal, understanding that, you know, that was always a possibility. And just knowing that the promise of what you could achieve is enough to keep you going and enough to kind of dull your desire to really pursue those things. Um, But yeah, for me, in terms of knowing when to hang up the towel, uh, that's a hard one because... It's just like if you're on a mindset that of, I will not fail no matter what, it's it's a good place to be because, you know, you're just locked in mentally and you know that's something that you want. But at the same time, it's like if something does happen and you don't achieve it, what do you do? Because you've only ever allowed yourself the ability to see things happening in one particular way mm-hmm. that obviously was favored you. So, uh, oh, that's hard. I think even now I'm still trying to like, determine what the answer to that question is but i think it's really just a a matter of kind of like you said expending all your options really just pushing yourself and then seeing at the end of the day like i think you have to genuinely know i could not have done anything different um and then i just had to just accept accept it as it is i remember when i was back in i used to play baseball and so when i was in like a baseball camp we were doing a home run derby and um so they set, like, uh, some cones out in the outfield. All you had to do was just hit the ball and get it, like, past the cones to get that to be a, a home run. And so one kid goes, and, you like, you're waiting on your pitch, like, a good pitch that you can just nail. And the kid just, he nailed it, but it didn't pass. And so then um, he started taking, like, some bad pitches and swinging at those. And we're like, dude, just, like, wait for your pitch. And he comes, and he finishes up, and he comes, he's like, dude, like, that one that I hit, I know for a fact I could not have hit a ball better and I just fell short. So that point in time, I was just going out there trying to have fun and just do the thing. So I was like, looking back on it, that's an interesting way to be in mm-hmm. terms of thinking because some people would say, I'm just going to stop and just have, try to have fun at that point in time. And some people would be like, nah, I'm going to lock down. I'm going to get this ball past the cone. So kind of like to what you were saying, like, what does it say about the person? So, uh, that was uh, me rambling a little bit, a little parable about kind oh, of no, was different great. kinds of people. That's great. Oh man, do you think your belief will change over time? Like, uh, will you ever change this up and think the destination is more important? Um, no, I I don't really see why I would. I mean, like, I guess that's like a hard question to like see, like predict the future. Uh, I don't really see why I would change where I would think like the destination is suddenly more important than the journey. Unless, like, uh, no, I don't even have an unless. I don't know where I was going with that <laughs> sentence structure. But, um, you know, I, yeah, I don't think I do. What about you? Oh, man. I'm, I'm so curious because, fortunately, we're still, you know, young people. Mm-hmm. But I'm curious to see what happens with time because with time comes experience. But then it's also just like um, I think you start really taking in your mortality at that point in time and not, <laughs> not to get dark here, but it's just like um, – I think that will color your experiences and kind of what's happening in your life in a different way. Mm-hmm. So maybe you'll be a little bit less um, liberal in terms of your interpretation of what's going on with your life. Because think about it. We fail now. Most things we still have time to go and try and do. But at that point, it's like, look, I'm either doing this or I'm not. And I don't have the time to really kind of swing that around. So it's, uh, I think, I don't think it will change for me, but I think that will definitely add some things to think mm-hmm. about when it uh as we get older so you are someone who believes more in the journey rather than the destination i don't think we've cleared that up for people oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> my bad i definitely do i think um for me it's like you learn more about yourself in the destination i mean sorry in the journey mm-hmm. than the destination because 
a lot of times, well, people can get to certain places and certain things, but if what they put in doesn't match what they're getting out, then they might not appreciate it. I know, like, a lot of people are naturally gifted about that certain things will go, and they'll do these incredible things, and like, ah, you know, it was, it was cool, and then they might, like, switch. For example, uh, there was, like, a... <laughs> sorry to talk about track again, but this one kid, he... It's just he did track for like his first year and he set like all these records for like uh 16 year olds and under and uh well now he's a professional like track athlete mm-hmm. but it's like he, he had such an opportunity to not appreciate what he did because it was his first year doing track he was a football kid and then when he saw oh i can actually make some money off of this that's when he was like okay i'll spin off into it but yeah. like if he didn't and he was like i'm still gonna i know a bunch of kids who were like football kids who did track for fun who were really good and then uh, they're just like, ah, I'm going to do football. And track is just like my secondary thing because I- I'm just quick and that's how it is. But I'm like, dude, like people would give so much to have that kind of talent. So, uh, yeah, I-, I don't know. <laughs> Sorry, my mind was just like running, no, running wild good, there dude, for a second. Good. But uh, getting philosophical out here, bud. Like I'm feeling this. Goodness well, gracious. That is kind of the theme of the episode there. Oh, uh, you're not wrong. <laughs> <laughs> you're not wrong. You're not wrong. It is kind of the theme, but yeah. Yeah, journey i'd say is and also you can always refer back to like you can always refer back to the journey mm-hmm. so even if you fail for those opportunities something that you put a lot of hard work into and you actually got the outcome that you were you know working towards then you can always be like well guess what like this is really hard but i can do i know like in school there are times where i'm like shoot like this is hard i don't know if i'm gonna be able to do this but then i just was like oh i remember that one time where i was in that class that was super hard and I just put the work in and I figured it out so I can do that here and now. And you can apply that to so many other contexts in your life. So I think that's uh, the, 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 the death. Oh, I got to stop messing this up. <laughs> the destination is not as important as the journey. Yeah. I mean, there are always like problems that I feel like when you kind of first start looking at them, because mm-hmm. like, you just made me think of this when you were bringing up like the math problems that are just like so overwhelming so like oh my gosh like definitely i have to figure all this out then all this and then put it this, like you know it, it things you know information overload in a bit. Mm-hmm. but like you know when you really kind of like sit down and like you take the time to really learn it and like you complete it like i think the experience that you get from actually doing it and like you know i've you know as we've iterated a couple of times already is just like way more uh meaningful and impactful than just like okay it's done it's we did it you mm-hmm. know like you look back at that and you're like wow you know i took all of that like i'm proud of what i've done here you know mm-hmm. you know like that's and and like you get better at doing stuff like that from now on you get better at that problem solving you get Absolutely. better at like taking on like overwhelmingly at first like tasks and you're like all right all right here we yeah. go i'm gonna just like one step at a time you you know you just go like you go down the list um, of <laughs> knocking things out. I'm curious here, bud, and we've talked about him a little bit in the past, but for someone like Elon Musk, what yeah. do you think the answer to this question is? Do you think it's about the destination or the journey? <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, you know, um, you know, I feel like, all right, we got to lay out, like, you know, Elon Musk's motives here a little bit. You know, like, <laughs> What's up? Break him down. So, you know, he's obviously kind of in a weird way a humanitarian you know, like somebody okay. who strives for uh, green energy, you know, low carbon emissions is all about fighting against climate change and is all about, in a way, bringing humanity to uh, the next phase of our existence, existence. in a sense, right? Um, mm-hmm. So, but, you know, for him, he's building up a car company and sure. it's like... I don't know. This is tough. Like, I think for him, like, yeah, the, the destined, like the journey of, you know, starting almost like an electric vehicle revolution. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, sure. Tesla only is like 2% of the, you know, automaker market share. And I don't know how often like electric cars in general are out there, but like he has started uh, in a way like a peaked interest in, um, electric vehicles because you see all these other car manufacturers doing that because like tesla is like the most valued automaker in the world um and i think in a way like yeah the goal of like elon musk's vision for tesla 
or like in the world it's like yeah we should just all be driving electric vehicles but like i think that journey of essentially kind of starting that ev revolution is probably more impactful than him like finally achieving the goal of saying like we should like i feel like if and when we ever achieve like full-on electric vehicles elon musk mm-hmm. will be like just happy that we're there not necessarily like everyone's driving a tesla but just happy that everybody's driving renewable clean cars yeah mm, i thought you were gonna say like he was, that he was gonna say you're welcome yeah. <laughs> just, like, i mean he probably would you. say you're welcome knowing probably. him but um <laughs> he's like you're welcome guys i started this whole it was me you're welcome that's not a, that's not even a remotely close to what he sounds like but okay um <laughs> yeah i think for him like you know i you know we get to that ev future where everybody's just driving electric cars i think he'll look back and be like yeah tesla was uh, a big impact on this journey to get here and i think he'll Mm. be more like reminiscent about um how tesla kind of was the kickstarter to it all okay i Mm -hmm. can totally see that i can Mm -hmm. totally see that what about you like what's i was gonna say i'm like i'm thinking too just like given the uh the doomsday clock but the clock in which the window in which we have to really, in that context or example, I guess change our like emissions in terms of uh, what we release into the atmosphere. Like mm-hmm. we are working on a rapidly like ticking clock. Yes. And so. Yeah, there's actually you know funny enough not to like go too much into this whole climate change topic, but <laughs> that could be another day. That could be another What's day, up? but yeah, there's actually a clock in uh, Union Square and that like counts down to like the deadline essentially where are we at in terms of time six years as in in like 2027 yeah that's what does that mean we're all gonna i don't think the world ends i think it's just like it's irreversible at that point or something jeez that is terrifying i believe in terraforming technology (laughs) (laughs) just gonna throw that out it's all theoretical but i believe no ah wow Mm -hmm. 2027 i could be wrong about the time but it wasn't like as long as you think it is maybe like 60 years (laughs) yeah dude (laughs) i'm like uh i just feel like bad for you i mean i'm saying i feel bad for our grandchildren because they're really gonna be up in it and be like yo grandma grandpa suck yo yeah oh man but you end up so with something like that so you're working on a hard deadline i think at that point in time the destination becomes so much more important than the journey yeah because like we have to do this or else we're done mm-hmm. so but like if you were to trying to scale that same kind of you know intensity into other things then the journey is super important at the same time but you know you're trying to achieve this one thing oh gosh that was a good that was a good question mm-hmm. anybody if anybody has any thoughts hey hit yeah, us up hit us up on, on social media social yeah. media yeah you can reach us on twitter at what you got cast what you spelled W H A T C H A, or on Instagram at Whatcha Got Podcast with Whatcha being spelled the same way. <laughs> yeah, dude. Ooh, ooh. I was gonna ask you another question though, and this is actually gotta relate to the back to the people. Yeah. Uh, which do you think the majority of people think is more important, the destination or the journey? I feel like if you took a poll, most people probably would say the 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 journey. What do you think? I think so too, and that like once again, I think that's what like sixth grade teachers, mm-hmm. uh, like their, their boards are because it's like learning is a journey, so enjoy <laughs> the journey. Although, okay, what are some goals that don't have like a destination? Like, what are some? Wouldn't things all that goals, like working? in a metaphorical sense, be the oh, destination though? All goals would be the destination. Like, if your goal is I want to lose a hundred pounds, then the destination is the 100 pounds i mean like 100 pounds less truth truth if my goal is i want to be a great magician Mm -hmm. then your goal then your destination is being a great magician what about like how okay so how would you define being a great magician (laughs) how would i define because it's your goal right like or it's a goal of yours like you brought it up so i'm gonna say it's your goal yeah i've been talking about magic a lot today for some reason (laughs) um (laughs) it's a great magician I don't know. I think there's like a series of just like fundamental moves that you just have to to know, be like aware of, and be able to execute flawlessly. 
and by that is funny the principle of like magic is just you're someone who does something like more times than anybody in their right mind is willing to do so you're literally just cool with sitting down for hours on end with a deck of cards in your hand just doing the same moves over and over and over again until it's second nature so for me i think it's just being able to and like the, the telltale sign of a great magician is when the spectators cannot tell whether what you did was magic or not so i think when you can just routinely and with not little to no effort but just not having to go out and do anything crazy just do that and kind of blow people's mind in that way that's how you know you're a great magician but at the same time it's like is there a like a time amount of time you have to put into that i know there's like the ten thousand hour rule which i don't necessarily you know uh agree with but uh oh really you don't you don't like oh this is a good word do you i mean i don't know have you ever put ten thousand hours into something I cannot say if I have or have maybe like talking. I'm, sorry. <laughs> I'm an expert talker, competitive <laughs> <I'm>, as hell. <laughs> it's on my resume. <laughs> but okay, but like let's 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 think about this. Let's right, sorry to stay, steer away from your point. No, no, uh, go for it. Um, let's talk about the ten thousand hours. I believe if you put your if you really put your mind to anything for ten thousand hours, you're gonna be very good at that. One thing. Like, let's, let's take this for example, right? Uh, like, you do triple jump. Do yes. you think you put 10,000 hours into triple jump? Put a lot of hours up in there, golly. Um, Not 10,000. If I had to break it down, I'd say maybe I'm like 5,000 right now. Okay, okay. And that's like after 10 years of mm-hmm. goodness gracious. And if you think you put another 5,000 hours into it, like, where do you think you'd end up? I was gonna say in the hospital. <laughs> I mean, like, I mean, think about it. Like, yeah, yeah, it. no. Uh, like, it would, it's uh, true. Like, I think I would definitely be in a much, much better spot than I am today. At the same time, it's like if I don't have the right person, you know, guiding me, someone who's reinforcing bad habits. Like, you can put in as much time as you want, but if you're not putting them in productively or in the right kind of realm of what you should be doing, then you're not gonna get. You might not ever get where you want to go, but you're definitely not going to get there as quickly. And you might not, yeah. Yeah. The reason why I think the 10,000 hour thing is true is because I've kind of seen with, like, you know, firsthand, like my own experiences of uh, putting work into something for like 10 to 12 hours a day for like months on end and like literally seeing the improvement, like, in front of my eyes right like mm, going yeah. from like being like maybe average at something to being like within three months like already towards like the top end of something mm. uh, you know you know grinding away for 10 to 12 hours every day like the stark difference and that's just three months imagine if you, you know you continued that for like a year or two like how mm. high is that ceiling um, I think, sorry, I should clarify. Mm-hmm. I think my belief is that it varies for people. So I don't know if 10,000 hours is like the pinnacle. I also think that, you know, I think, yeah, no, like, I think it varies for people too. But at the same time, like 10,000 hours is so many hours, right? That, mm-hmm. like, yeah, I think if you threw some, if you threw 30 people in a room and all they had to do for the next month was just practice, uh, what's uh, you know pool you know pool like playing <laughs> billiards um they did that eight hours a day for thir- for 30 days right there are going to be people in that room who are just more naturally talented than other people at it right who will pick it up faster mm-hmm. and assuming everybody has absolutely zero experience right mm-hmm. there are people who are going to just be better than others at the end of the day i think that's just the nature of it i think so I think 10,000 hours basically means you can reach at the bare minimum after 10,000 hours. I think anybody, if, and, and I mean, they really have to, cause 10,000 hours is a lot of hours. Like yes, it's it not is. like, like a lot of people think 10,000 hours is a long time. Like, Oh, it's not, that doesn't sound that many hours. It's if you did that one thing every day for eight hours a day it would take you three and a half to almost four years to hit ten thousand hours and you would have to do that one thing every day for eight hours a day at least 
Mm. It would take you almost four years to hit 10,000 hours in that one thing. So like that's just kind of putting it into perspective of how much time it is. But here's here's what I was – I only wanted to do that because people will probably be like, no, 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 that can't be right. <laughs> the reason I'm saying this is because if you do 10,000 hours in something, I think if you genuinely did it like as almost like a job, right? Mm-hmm. Uh after four years, 10,000 hours into like one thing, I think almost anybody can become pro- a professional at that, whatever it is. I think almost anybody could. Here's and the difference. That's true for, oh, sorry. Here's the okay. difference though. The people who, but that's like making it to the base minimum. Natural talent takes you to be the best in the world. That takes you over the edge. Ooh. So you think you need a little bit of both. Yeah. You need a little bit of both. Mm. Do you think everybody can become proficient at everything with 10,000 hours of experience? Well, there's not enough time in your life to do that, but... Um, Sorry. Do you think it's possible for someone to pick up anything out there and just... they put in enough time, they'll become good at it? Yeah, I do. I do think that. What are, you, what are your thoughts there? It's weird. So I do, and I think that's kind of when I start thinking about that natural talent, because... Mm-hmm. You can become like good, like obviously you can become good if you put enough time into it. But I think, you, I think most people become very good if they put their minds towards one thing for a long time. Like you, most people can probably become like phenomenal at something. It's just like natural talent will show how quickly they pick it up. Interesting, mm-hmm. because I was thinking like you know within the context of say something like basketball. Mm-hmm. Somebody could literally put in 10,000 hours, and if they're not, you know, the right build, right height, even even if their shot's incredible, like, there were just going to be people who are out there who might not have put as much time in as you, but just, I mean, they were just built to, to play basketball, and it's that's that's a hard thing to accept, I think, for me. Mm-hmm. And, I'm not, and I'm definitely that person who's like, you know, if I put my mind to it, I can do it. But it's just like to know that someone, if they put in the same amount of time, will be better than you just because yeah. of this. Like I said, I mean, I think natural talent and even like in terms of physical a talent, like, you know, there are just some things that your body can and cannot do. But like as long as that doesn't deter you, yeah, I think you can work extra hard and stay neck and neck, you know. I mean, like, I I think there's, like, a good example. Like, someone I went to high school with, you know, tried out for the basketball team freshman year, didn't make it. Didn't even make the freshman team. Not even, like, like, you know, Mm -hmm. cut from JV, cut not from, obviously not varsity, but then we also have, like, a freshman team. Didn't make that, right? Trained his ass off for two, three years. Made the varsity team junior year or senior year or something like that. Dang, respect. Mm-hmm. Trained his ass off to do it. Like I love those creased stories, his vertical man. on his jump so he could dunk. Like he just My trained guy. that. See, yup, you gotta have. I think it's so important in terms of destination and journey. Yeah, you have to have a vision. You, you have do. to say, I can see myself being there. Mm-hmm. Because if you really doubt it and you're like, eh, maybe this will all be worth it, then you're not gonna. Then yeah. your mind needs to be working with you because you he didn't let. Not making the freshman team stop him from his love of wanting to compete on like the varsity school team in basketball, mm. and just worked his ass off. I applaud him for that. You know, definitely applaud him for doing stuff like that and making it to the team. Like, because uh, you know, like he clearly wanted it. Mm. Like you know, I I was like, oh, I didn't make it. Whatever, I don't care. Like you know, I was just like, <laughs> yeah. whatever. I, I tried. You know, I was like, I wasn't that like crazy about making my school basketball team. So, Mm -hmm. uh, but man, dude, Mm -hmm. yeah, no, that was, see, yeah, I love those stories. There's a guy named David Goggins who's an ultra marathoner and he was a former Navy SEAL. And this dude is on some other level kind of stuff with, uh, just like mental fitness. He calls it like getting callous, like mental calluses. Yeah. And he talks about being uncommon among uncommon. So like you're going out there. And you're seeing all these people who work really hard, but as hard as they work and as great as they are, I want to be that much better and mm-hmm. I want to put in that much more work. And it's just like this dog mentality. And I, I have so much respect for that. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. Yeah. Goodness. Goodness. Mm-hmm. And like going back to like the natural like ability, like Michael Phelps 
his body was literally like if you've ever learned like his body <laughs> is like different than most people but it's like built to be a swimmer you know he's but it's not like but it's not like that guy doesn't train all day every day to mm-hmm. be the best like yes he has maybe a natural advantage but like that's a guy who's probably put 10 20 000 hours into swimming you know yeah um, i think we all remember his like crazy diet where he had like a whole feast for himself because yeah. he was just burning that many calories in the day yep yeah, that's Goodness. a diet that like literally only for people who burn like ten thousand calories yeah. a day. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, bro, I don't know how. Even like, even like that, like if I was to eat that much food and still do that, I swear I would still gain like a lot of weight. Yeah, I don't like. I mean, that guy would swim in a pool for like six, seven hours straight. You know? Oh, could you imagine? That? I remember Ryan Lochte was like, bro, I haven't gone on vacation in like years i have to like do this strict diet i was like oh my gosh like goodness those people want it dude those people want it like you hear that and you're like i don't know if i could do that you know like that's like that mentality to just Mm -hmm. do that it's it's so much discipline it's required oh gosh dude Mm -hmm. yes but it's it's actually funny we're talking about this now because you know tokyo is what like a couple weeks i think yeah three three weeks and uh I think every every time the Olympics come around, everybody like goes out and they get a little bit more like uh, working out in, and it's just like, a very interesting. Like, I think damn, it's a healthy time. The most yeah, the yeah, pinnacle yeah. of like the human like condition. Like I don't even know. Like, mm-hmm. The pinnacle no. of human fitness is about to be on, and I'm just like look down. I'm like, oh god, <laughs> look, look at me. Look, look at yourself me. in the mirror. Like, Ugh. oh man, I gotta do yeah, something dude. about this. <laughs> Maybe I won't get the pizza. Yeah, you know what? I'll just uh, no no cheesy crust, no cheesy, no, no crust, cheesy today. crust today. <laughs> oh man, maybe yeah, I want a donut in the morning. <laughs> I'll go with some like avocado toast. <laughs> oh man, yeah, no, it's. I think that this is such a, a unique topic mm-hmm. in that everybody kind of it's like your own experiences color how you think. Even if you have the same answer as someone, like when you hear journey and destination you automatically probably think of like three times in your life where you're working towards something mm-hmm. and it's just like uh that's uh it just gets your your mind going yeah not for sure Craziness, dude. um but yeah i mean we went on a little tangent there but i think it ties back yeah. to our like yeah, 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 destination yeah, yeah. thing but uh the thesis. you know funny enough like do you think for those because like, you were bringing up those olympics and i was thinking is like do you think some the, the destination to or the journey to like become like that like ryan Locke to be like one of the best swimmers in the world like do you think that it's like worth it for them like that journey that that experience like that mentality like you know i haven't gone on vacation in years i have such a strict diet like, mm. do you think it's worth it sometimes like i don't know oh, man. outsider yeah. looking in obviously it's worth it to ryan Locke, otherwise he wouldn't be doing it breach preach yeah oh man that's like such a it's such a hard way i think it's like yeah you have to get in their head and say you know is this something i i'm like willing to miss out on all this all this stuff in my life for and um <laughs> it's kind of like will those medals keep you warm at night mm-hmm. like, like <laughs> <laughs> it's like he just pulls on like his bed pulls back his covers and there's like all these medals and you just lie there with them but uh Honestly, it's they actually did a poll on Olympic athletes and they said they asked like would you if you could get an Olympic gold medal and a million dollars but you would die in 5 years of that time. And the crazy thing was like 70% of people were like yeah, I'd totally take that if I knew I was getting the gold medal, knew I was getting a million dollars even if I had to die in 5 years. Wow. And it's just I think it's I think yeah, after so long you just have to commit to something like that dude mm-hmm. and it's like there's not only i think especially for those people who are competing for something or for someone like this is how i make money mm-hmm. for my family to eat yeah like you just gotta you also think about it like they like literally that. like live their entire life like they've lived their lives for mm-hmm. this like they eat yes. like michael phelps like literally eat breathes and sleeps in a pool okay like that, that he, <laughs> he's aquatic. He's, he's he, that's all the that's what he did to win all those medals. You know, mm-hmm. it's like yeah. definitely these and people like, do nothing else. You know, dude, what was his like? Except teenage, for some of like, them are like scratch golfers. And... Let's be honest. 
<laughs> Dang. Shots fired. Shots fired. Well, no, no. Scratch golfers means like you're like low key super good at golfing. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah. I never knew. That. Oh, okay. Interesting. Yeah. I've never. Maybe the people I hang out with just don't use that in a good context. <laughs> um, <laughs> but uh, what was I? I gonna, yeah, it's like. So, what were your? What were his teenage years like? You know, his young adult years like. Like, who were his friends? Were his friends people outside of pool? Or were his friends the people who he was swimming with? Like, all of that is just so deeply, you know, tied into what it is you're doing on a daily basis. And then it's like when you're done with it, you know, like what do you do? Do you continue to stay in that space? Which I think he does. I think he's a like a swim coach at Arizona State or something mm-hmm. like that. Or do you just say I'm never, I'm never doing this again? No, like, I this think was... like yeah, I think he and they you stay in the sphere somehow because like your entire life was that, and like you achieved your goal, your destination, but like you want to go right back into someone else's journey. And like, mm. so like they, oh okay yeah. you want to be part of wow yeah. you just fall in love with the journey so much you want to play a role in someone else's mm-hmm. that's beautiful whoa <laughs> no <laughs> might be a, nobody steal that if you're listening to this right now that might be used somehow some way <laughs> um, <laughs> and i'll know i'll know it was you but yeah no i think i think it's so interesting when you see like yeah people who were in a sport before and they start pouring into like younger athletes because they have experience and they've obviously gone through it. And so now they're like, let me help you in achieving your goal. I know Carl Lewis, like the Olympic great is he's a head coach or one of the coaches at Houston, mm-hmm. uh, the men's track team. And he's like, yeah, he was interviewed and he was like, yeah, I'm trying to help these kids get their, get their goals. I was like, Oh, that's, that's cool. Carl. That's cool. That's great. Carl. <laughs> awesome. Carl. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. But no, it's uh See, it's weird for me. I think like when I when I'd finish out with something, like I don't know if I'd be able to stay in this. You have to, if you were competing at such a high level, like you have to either find people who are of that mindset and like at that level, or I don't know if you could do it. Like if you think mm-hmm. about it, if you were at the Olympics, could you really coach someone who's maybe in, like high school who's kind of good but doesn't really care? It's just like a, an afterthought. No, like, like I would like I would have to find like a program. Or a university that has like a top-notch program, like and like as me, like if I was an Olympian, you'd probably have that kind of pull, you know, like to mm-hmm. kind of go where you want because you want to coach, yeah, like as you said, like people who have that mindset of like, no, I want to be the best, you know, and I will do mm-hmm. anything to get there, kind of thing. Like I will no. work out, like I will work and train twelve hours a day if 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 it means I could step foot on the Olympic field one day. Mm. Yeah, no, absolutely, absolutely. Oh man, yeah, dude, it's uh, it's deep. Mm-hmm. It's real deep. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, have any other thoughts there, bud? No, I, I don't think so, Palmer. You know, uh, I think we're pretty good. Unless you got any more things you'd like to add? No, man, no. I think you. I think this was a good conversation. I think so. I think it was pretty good. Uh, you know, I hope everybody out there listen or who's listening enjoyed uh, today's episode. But uh, that's been that's our episode, and uh, thanks so much for listening to What You Got podcast. I'm your host uh, Charlie Bud, joined as always by the wonderful Jordan Palmer. Not too kind. Uh, and you know, you can catch our podcast. Every week, Monday evenings, make sure you drop a follow no matter wherever you're listening. And Palmer, why don't you give them the social media one more time? Will do. All right. You can follow us at Twitter at WhatYouGotCast, what you spell W-H-A-T-C-H-A, or on Instagram at WhatYouGotPodcast with Whatcha spelled the same way. And we promise that our social media will become more active in, next, yes. in, the, in the coming weeks. But until then, we'll see you guys next week.